0: Service, I try to leave the best that I can. And when I choose to do i
1: Oh Go mute Rose You to help me singing, oh Lord, I want you to help me every morning. I sing that song, help me on my journey and help me on my way, and oh Lord. I want you to help me because sometimes that's the only help you need. Anytime that's the only help you need is the Lord's help. You know, we need that help upon any other help that can even be given to us. We need the Lord's help. You know, uh, You know, and and when you need a specific help, just for an example, you know, I may be at work and and I may put a big giant order through and, and something may go wrong. And then the people come back to me and they say, oh, Rich, this is not what I wanted. I need my money back. At that point, I am no longer able to help them. When they want the money back, I can't help them. I can help them get the stuff, but I cannot get the money back. So they need to talk to that Pacific person that can help them get the money back. I'm not that person. When you need something, you need to talk to the Pacific person or the Pacific thing being that can help you. It may not be your mother. It may not be your father. But I'm going to tell you something here. The Holy Spirit is my helper. The Holy Spirit is always my helper. When can't nobody else help me, I know that I need to ask the Holy Spirit. I need to go to the Holy Spirit to get the answers that nobody else can help me with. Because nobody else has the answer. You know, it's a lot of times, you know, uh, if you need freedom, if you need freedom from drugs, if you need freedom from anything, you have to ask the Holy Spirit for freedom. If you look at 2 Corinthians 3 and 17, it says, now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is freedom. So sometimes you just can't ask the brother. You can't ask the sister. You need to ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, should I get married this woman? <laughs> I wish I would have asked that question. Uh, Sometimes you just got to ask the Holy Spirit. He will give you the answer. He will give you the answer. And uh, you just have to listen and you just have to believe. You just have to believe. The Holy Spirit is not somebody that's just chasing after God and Jesus. The Holy Spirit is your confidant your comforter. The Holy Spirit is the one, you know how you got a blanket, but when it's really cold, that blanket ain't ain't warm enough. You need a comforter as we call it. You need that extra, that extra strength as we call it. But if you need peace, if you need peace, if you need joy, if you need some hope, you need to ask it from the Holy Spirit. It says in Romans 15 and 13, Now, the God of hope fills you with joy and peace in believing that you are in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost of the Holy Ghost. So y'all kind of know uh, uh, what my sermon is about today is as the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit when you can't ask nobody else. You know, if you're ever in a restaurant and and the food, something happened with your food and that waitress come back and talk about, I'm sorry, well, that waitress can't help you. What do you say? Let me speak to the manager. You need to speak to somebody Pacific that can help you in that specific problem that you have. You know, there was a story in the Bible uh, 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 about King David and King David and his men were out fighting a war. And when they came back to Ziklag, their hometown, it had been burnt to the ground. All the women, children and and, and livestock had been taken. Nobody knew nothing. David knew nothing. David didn't know where to look for. David didn't know who the people who done it. David knew nothing. What did he do? David didn't turn to uh, 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 marijuana. David then turned the cognac. David then turned the crack. David turned himself to the Lord. He went to the priest and got a certain garment that they use called the ephod. He went and got that certain garment that they used to, to make a, a pacific request to the Lord. And he got on his hands and knees and he prayed to the Lord. He said, Shall I pursue these people? The Lord said, Yeah. Shall I find them and shall I recover my stuff? The Lord said, yeah, but he didn't tell them where to go, where his stuff was or nothing. They just pursued and they happened to run across a man sick in the desert. Happened to run across a man just sick in the desert and they brought this man back to health. And and David asked him, where you come from? He said, I'm with a band that that just came through a a zigzag and burned it to the ground. And David like, wait a minute. I just fed you. I just, you know, he thinking and you're the one that did it. You're a part of the one that did it. But that man who God had put in David's presence was able to take David to get his stuff back. He was able to take David to the place where the people had stole all his stuff. And that's because, see, David couldn't ask his men, well, where are these people at? That would have been stupid because his men was with him. Matter of fact, his men wanted to kill him. So David had to go get a specific answer for his specific question, which nobody can answer but the Holy Spirit, but the Lord. No one can answer that question, but the Lord. And some things in our lives, no one can help us. No one has the answer for us. And some people just give up. Well, ain't nothing you can do. Yes, it is something you can do. You can ask the Holy Spirit. You know, I uh, I had to ask the Holy Spirit, was this the sermon I was supposed to give today? Because he didn't give me a lot. He said, this is the sermon you're supposed to give today. And if you don't have a lot, you tell the people that's listening to go back to your podcast and listen to the pastor's uh, uh, uh teaching on the Holy Spirit. She's done three. I need you to go back and listen to my podcast, not just because it's my podcast, you can listen while you're driving, walking, whatever. And I want you to go back and listen of the teachings that the pastor did on the Holy Spirit, because see, it's something that's not talked about a whole lot and and, and needs to be talked about. You know, if you want to know God's will for you, if you want to know what God will for you is, you need to ask the Holy Spirit. If you think God doesn't have a will for you, well, then you're incorrect. You need to ask the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you what the psalmist says. Uh, Psalms 143 and 10 says, teach me to do thy will, for thou art my God. The Spirit is good. Lead me into the land of uprighteousness. The Bible tells you to Ask, ask, the Holy Spirit for his will for you. And he would tell you his will. He would tell you his will. A lot of people think that we God doesn't talk to us and the Holy Spirit doesn't talk to us. You know, we were uh, uh, in prayer, uh, uh, I think it was Friday, and we were talking about how many times that God has talked to us, God has saved us. God has did something. You know, we was talking about that old 67 Buick station wagon I had with no brakes on it. And I would drive it like an idiot anyway, and and, and 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 God had, you know, brought me home. But it was one time I had a 77 Monte Carlo, and it was during one of those winter storms, and nobody was on the freeway, and I'm just going 80, going home. And for some reason, this wasn't no ordinary voice. This was a voice say, slow down, look ahead. Slow down and look ahead. That was the Holy Spirit talking to me because in front of me was a car in the middle of the Eisenhower. Y'all in California call that the 101. It was a car right there. No lights, no blinkers, and it was foggy and dark. And I got a glimpse of the silver of that back end. Why? Why did I even look up? I'm drunk. I'm going 80. A voice told me to look up and slow down in the middle. I'm not talking about the left lane. I'm not talking about the right lane. I'm talking about the middle lane. I don't care what nobody will say right now. That was the Holy Spirit. That was the Holy Spirit telling me, be aware, wake up, you are drunk, as you will not see tomorrow. Because going 80 and you running into a car right in the middle of a lane, that could be very, very detrimental to your health. So don't think that the Holy Spirit hasn't talked to you. And I'm quite sure if you think back, you know, some stuff that you didn't been into and, and God has brought you out. It was a voice in your head say, don't do that. God has brought you out. You know, you can think what you want and say what you want. But God has brought you out of situations God has brought and if you don't believe me ask the Holy Spirit to show you The Holy Spirit will show you. I'm gonna tell you something y'all gonna say I'm silly. I can't find my keys I can't go get in my car. Holy Spirit. Where's my keys? He didn't show me my keys in places that I wouldn't even thought twice to look Yeah, that sounds small, but the Holy Spirit works in all types of ways Lord, show me them keys. I can't get to work. These keys is in a clothes hamper. Well, I wouldn't even thought twice to look because they had no business being in there. The Holy Spirit can do some funny things for y'all. But let me keep it going, y'all. We talk about the comforter. The Bible doesn't talk about the comforter that much. So you need to read uh, uh, John 14. Uh, No, you need to read John 14, 15, and 16 in its entirety. It tells you about the the comforter. I can give you some certain scriptures to read there, but I prefer if you read John, uh, the whole thing, John 14, 15, and 16, it explains it a little more than I can. But John 14 and 16 says this, I will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. I'm gonna tell y'all something, that other comforter is the Holy Spirit that will abide with you forever. And you can find that in John 14 and, 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 and 16. Uh, it says a little something in John 15 and 26. I want you to know, but when the comforter is come, who will I send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, even the Spirit of truth, even The spirit of truth. That says more, but I want you to know that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. If you want to know the truth, y'all, ask the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit. See, see, there is a specific will of God for your life and there is a general will of God. If you need to find the general will of God, uh-oh, low battery, what is going on here? If you need to find, uh, uh, see the enemy trying to mess with me again, so I'm going I'm to go through that one more time. There is a specific will of God for your life, and there is a general will of God for your life. If you need to find a general will for your life, read the Bible. Read the Bible. If you want to know the general, the Bible tells you so much to do, but all the time it may not tell you exactly how to do it. You need to go to the Holy Spirit to to find that general. I mean, that specific way to do it. The Bible tells you a lot of things. If you specifically have a question, you can go to that Bible and find it. You may have to Google it to find out what verse you need to find it in. I mean, somebody asked me yesterday, they was like, they best friends, uh, uh, her and her best friend was talking and her best friend was like, ooh, let's get, no, she was like, let's get matching tattoos. And the girl told her, uh, no, I'm a Christian. We can't do that because the Bible says you can't do that. And and, and then the girl asked me, she said, Richard, when the Bible said we shouldn't uh, uh, mark our bodies, was they talking about tattoos? And I said, not specifically, because back then when it was said, they weren't doing tattoos. They may have bonded you, you know, when you belong to a certain tribe. I don't know how that works, but it wasn't called tattoos back then. But my point to telling you that is a tattoo right now. But what I wanted to uh, tell her and what I want to let her know, if your friend is in a church that she had a tattoo on her body and they decided not to accept her because she had that tattoo on her body, she's in the wrong church. She's in the wrong church because it didn't say in the Bible specifically that if you get a tattoo or you put holes in your ear that you was going to hell, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say that, and a lot of churches kind of mix that up. They want to say because you have a tattoo that you can't go to heaven, that you have marked your body. I can't find that in the Bible. I can't find that in the Bible. So she she called her friend right then and there. She said, "Do your church say that you you're not right because you got you you want to get a tattoo, or do your church disown you because you got a tattoo?" And her friend was like, well, they don't disown you, they just look at you funny and they don't. I'm like, uh-huh, that's the wrong church. But anyway, that's not what I meant to get to. But you know, sometimes God puts stuff on my mind and I have to 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 stray away. But once again, when you have a general will on your life, read the Bible. When you want to know the general will, when you like, I don't know what to do. Uh-uh, God. God will show you what to do. Open the Bible and it will show you steps to the general will of God. The Bible uh is a general characteristic and things you, uh, on things you should do in your life. But if you need a specific, the need the specific will of God, you need to ask the Holy Spirit. That's my point. The Bible will give you the general should I move here? Should I do this? Should I do that? That's more of a Pacific. And you need to ask the Holy Spirit. My plan is not to teach on the Holy Spirit today, because I want you to go back to the podcast and listen to what the pastor said about the Holy Spirit. And those three, I want you to listen to all three of them, maybe not tonight. But during the week, I want you to know because we need to know more about the Holy Spirit. I need to know more about the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to cut it short today, and I'm going to leave it like this. When you need to the Pacific will of God, when you need a Pacific thing, you need to go to God. You need to go and ask the Holy Spirit. See, you can read the Bible, and it'll tell you, the sheep know my voice, and a stranger it won't listen to. Listen to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is your helper. Amen. And I'm going to leave it short today because that's what God gave me. He gave me this sermon. It's short and it's about asking the Holy Spirit. It's so many times in life that you're not going to be able to do anything and ain't nobody got the answer for you. But that don't mean there there is not an answer for you. There is an ask for you. It's called getting it from the Holy Spirit. Should I move? Ask the Holy Spirit. Should I switch jobs? Ask the Holy Spirit. And if y'all ain't married, before y'all get married, please ask the Holy Spirit. Trust me, I'm a living witness. You need to ask the Holy Spirit. And you need to wait on that answer. Don't, ain't no microwave minutes. Ain't no microwave minutes. You need to wait on that answer. And God will give you the answer. He will send you your comforter. God has given us a comforter. You know, we, we all have it. We all have it. And we need to always remember to ask the Holy Spirit. I think y'all got the message now, right? <laughs> all right, Pastor. I'm gonna turn it over to you now.
2: Praise the Lord. And we always uh, need to have the guidance and the direction of the Holy Spirit. And the scripture says that the Holy Spirit will guide us into all, all truth.
1: truth. Amen. And
2: so if you want to know the truth, then the Reverend has already told you what to do. Now, the Holy Spirit is the part of the, the triune Godhead which means that there's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and they operate together. And if you're not saved, you probably are not going to get much information from the Holy Spirit. But you know, God is a merciful God. So I heard Reverend say he was flying down that freeway with his head messed up, and that car was there. He could have killed himself and maybe whoever was in the car, if there was anybody in the car, but he didn't, he, he he wasn't yet where he is today. But you see, God is a merciful God. And there's a time, according to Ecclesiastes 3, there's a time for us to live, and there's a time for us to die. Some of us cut that short. Some of us abort uh, the time that God has given us on earth, because, we let the devil steal our lives. And so because of that, God will intervene for us on the prayers of other people. And I don't have time to get into that, and I'm not trying to preach the sermon, but I just want you to understand that it's by the grace of God that we're here, y'all. And I was sitting here listening to him and thinking about how uh, when uh, Regina was my baby. We were living in a house, and that how it was cold. It was winter time, and so I left that wall heater on. And how God woke me up. And my house was full of gas. We all could have been dead that were in that house. But mm. God woke me up. How when I was smoking cigarettes, I went to sleep with a cigarette in my hand and woke up. My mother used to make her pillows out of cotton. She made some of the best pillows you'll ever have. So she had passed away, gone home to be with the Lord, but I still had some of those pillows. And as like, y'all know, I testify how God needed, needed from cigarettes. But so eventually I fell asleep with that cigarette in my hand and it <coughs> the pillow and how I woke up. And that pillow was smoldering, you know. Cotton doesn't just blaze it starts uh, smoldering at first and then pretty soon it becomes a flame and how i was laying on that pillow and it was smoldering with heat and how god woke me up uh i knew the lord but i wasn't living for him at that time but you see how merciful he is so that's what Rev is trying to tell us i guess as he was preaching that I, i thought about these things That was the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. The Holy Spirit will remind you and show you. He will show you things to come, and he will also remind you of where he has brought you from. That's the Spirit of God. That's what we're talking about. So I'm going to leave it like that, and I do have a number of uh, messages on the Holy Spirit as well. for everything. They're not really characters of the Bible. The Bible is written by them. So we're going to leave it there right now. We're so grateful to have all of y'all this morning. We hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving and that your God is doing great things in your life. If there's anyone here, Sunday in December, which is the last month of the year, we just want to give you that opportunity if you have not uh, accepted Christ. And the word of God says in Romans 10, 9, and 10, that if we confess the Lord Jesus with our mouth and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. And so this morning, we're just going to pray that. you hung on the cross for me I know that you died you were buried and resurrected on the third day so I know that you did that for me and I invite you to become the Lord and Savior of my life I ask you to come into my heart this morning be my Lord and Savior I want to serve you until I I want to die and go to heaven and not to hell. So, Father God, I thank you for the opportunity of being able to be saved. And I ask you, Holy Spirit, to fill me to overflowing with your spirit so that I might be able to hear from you, so that I might be able to have guidance from you. We know that you are called the comforter. And so I need you in my life. I believe that I've done what the word says, do to be saved. I'll confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart, and I receive Jesus as my personal Savior. In Jesus' name, I thank you for salvation today. Amen. Amen. Now that you said to God, he heard you, and he receives you as his own, you have now become a part of the family of God. And so we need you to get yourself to a a good Bible teaching church. If you don't like us, then you ask the Holy Spirit to send you where he wants you to go. But if you like us, then just keep on coming and learning what the word has to say about you. We have Bible study on, Wednesdays, and uh, prayer we have Monday, Tuesday, uh, Friday, and Saturday. And so I encourage you to join us for Bible study and prayer. Join us and learn about the God that you just invited into your life and into your heart. Learn about the Jesus that went to Calvary for you. Learn about the Holy Spirit. And we are just so excited to have you. And if you want to reply to me that you confessed that prayer with me and that you received the Lord Jesus today, you can send it. Uh, You can give me a text uh, at 650-814-6705. If you send a text to that number, then I'll be able to personally contact you with more information about the salvation that you just received so we give god praise for anyone online that says this prayer or anyone that's in our service this morning that said that prayer and we're getting ready to dismiss now we thank god for each one of you i'm just excited about all of you this morning and i want you to stay safe i want you to have a blessed day if you need healing in your body Asking God to heal you right now. If you need some help with your finances, I'm asking God to bless you right now. And if you want to uh, uh, send an offering or your tithes to Bread of Life, you can send it to PO Box 50153, Palo Alto. That's P-A-L-O, A-L-T-O. California 94303 and we will appreciate any donations that you would like to make or if you want to start tithing that's how you do it and we're going to do a teaching on tithing we haven't done that for a while so that's coming up so look forward to hearing about that so with all that said now i'm going to turn it over to reverend and he's going to dismiss us and I want you
1: all to have a blessed and safe day in the Lord. Amen. I, I it. Amen. So uh, like Pastor Say, I'm glad to see all of y'all. We uh I guess we lost Lloyd and 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 Zedric, but I'm glad y'all was here. I see my sister Rose from Milwaukee. I see she yeah. popped in there. How you doing, sister? And, uh, uh, Sister Ashley has been faithful and Sister Denise is doing better. You know, God is good. I'm going to tell you. And, and we're going to yeah. continue to keep praying for you, Sister Denise, and, and plan, praying for your health and your welfare. You know, Sister Sabrina Hale, Sister Sabrina Gutierrez, you know, we just, uh, 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 we're just thankful. We thankful yeah. that you are, 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 uh, uh, continuing to, to stay, you know, it's a, it's a hundred churches, you know, and, uh, you decided to stay with us, you know, and that's what I did. That's what I did. It was so many places I had opportunities to do after free at last after that drug rehab, but something told me that I needed to stay where I was because I need a, a, a teacher and not a preacher. I don't mean to sound like that, y'all. I'm just just telling you the truth. I need a teacher. I need someone to teach me the Holy Spirit, the the Bible, And, and that's what we get at Bread of Life Church. We get teachings, and so when the church is over, we don't have to say, well, what was that about? Because I didn't understand. I heard a whole lot of hoopla. See, we don't have to do that at the bread of life because we want you to understand the word of God. And if I'm I'm preaching and I I make a mistake, the pastor will uh, let me know right then and there and let y'all know before I go. Wait a minute, that's not exactly the way it went. And see, most people would be upset, but no, please correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not the type that's gonna run away from the church because you have corrected me. And and that's what a lot of people do. I need to know the truth. (laughs) You can always tell me the truth and I'm gonna always accept it whether I agree with you or not. Whether I agree with you or not, and those are type of lessons that I have learned in the Bread of Life Church, and I just wanted to throw that out there. But if I got any questions, I do ask the Holy Spirit. So, Father God, we just want to thank you this morning, Father God. We thank you for each and every one here this morning, Father God. We thank you for those who will listen later, Father God. And Father God, we thank you for that comforter. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, Father God, that can help us when no human being can, Father God. So we just thank you for that Holy Spirit, Father God. Father God, we ask as we carry on our week, Father God, that there you are with us in the midst, Father God, that wherever you go, we take you with us, Father God, in our jobs, Father God, in our homes, Father God, in the grocery store, in our cars, Father God. No matter where we go, Father God, we. Know we need to have you with us, Father God. So we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father God. And as we go on our week, we ask the hedge of protection, Father God, over each and every one of us. The family members that are represented here today, we ask that same hedge of protection over them as well, Father God. We thank you. We give you praise, and all the glory belongs to you in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone say, Amen. Amen. Amen, everybody. All All right. Y'all have a great uh, uh, week. Amen. All right. Y'all have a nice weekend,
2: everybody.
1: A nice (coughs) weekend. All right, Sister Ashley. You take care, Sister Ashley.
2: Okay. All righty. Have a blessed week. All right, Rose.
1: See you, sister. Okay, where am I here There we go? Okay, is it charged? Hey, man.